0: Hello and welcome to the audio blog. I'm Paolo and with me is Jason. Hello, everybody. And uh, we're back for the second episode on flavor. So last time we started talking about flavor and particularly we touched on two things, saltiness and spiciness. And uh, today we're going to continue our conversation and get into more aspects of what flavor is and how it's culturally different, perhaps. So, Jason, you were saying that you have um, a story...
1: Yeah, one thing I I thought was really interesting when I went to Japan was the differences in cultural attitudes towards certain flavors. Mm. So in particular, when you go to Japan in the summer, you go to a convenience store, they have the most incredible selection of ice cream. Mm -hmm. And what makes it incredible isn't actually the ice cream itself. It's kind of low quality industrial ice cream. But what's amazing is every time you go in there, there is a new kind of ice cream. You know, it could be ice cream bar, it could be ice cream sandwich. It could be, this incredible amounts of, and I was going in there every single day and I would get a different kind of ice cream every single day. It was really exciting. So uh, I would do that and uh, I'd have my ice cream and people at work would kind of caught on to this. (laughs) They're like, that Jason guy, he really likes his ice cream. And, yeah, it's true, I I like my ice cream. But what I started to notice was that they were kind of snickering uh, about it a little bit. Yes, so why is that? Well, eventually I figured out that um, in Japan, uh, sweet foods, uh, ice cream and these sort of things, are um, thought to be liked by children. Which is true, but... uh, in particular in Japan, it's a little bit unmanly to like <laughs> sweet foods. so there's a guy who always goes down and has his ice cream every single day. this thought it was it was hilarious like a um, emasculating thing to do um, so my question for you, Paolo yeah. is in Italy. Do real men eat gelato? <laughs> of
0: course they do. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I think we, we have no problem in that sector. I guess. That's probably why. <laughs> I think Italian men are pretty strong about their manliness. Um, nobody has a problem eating, um, I don't know, a pink um, strawberry ice cream in a cone. That Sounds some- delicious. It's delicious. That's not a problem to anyone. That I know.
1: Is there any sort of foods that are that are considered uh, feminine foods?
0: No, I wouldn't say that. Um, I can't imagine. Uh, maybe people listening will have some suggestions <laughs> but uh but now I mean, I guess you know um if you if you go out with your friends uh, and you you're going to to a bar or some place like that, of course uh, the guys would maybe get uh, stronger uh, liquors or uh like stout beer, and maybe the girls will get a you know a cosmopolitan. We have them, too, in Italy. Uh, But that's pretty much how how it is uh, all all around the world. And I like the Cosmopolitan myself pretty good.
1: Yeah, it is pretty good, actually. (laughs) Uh, Well, I had another question about sweetness. Yeah. Uh, One thing that occurs to me. Okay, so sweetness is generally liked by all cultures everywhere, I think, especially by children. And uh, that would be because it's uh, like an energy energy-rich uh, substance, sugar?
0: Yeah, I mean, sweetness is, is sugar, and sugar is, is calories, is the most uh, usable form of uh, energy. So we need sugar just to, to, to act, to, to, to do things in life. So that's one thing. Uh, but also you can see it the other way around where evolutionarily uh, plants started making fruits because fruits uh, needed seeds to be dispersed. And then the fruits came out sweet because uh, this way they were more appealing and they will uh, contribute better to be dispersed by animals that would eat them. So again, as often happens in evolution, there's really two sides to it. Uh, combined together, uh, create uh, a system that works and ultimately uh, yields some good results. We're still here. So I think this is uh, what's going on there. What about when you
1: think about some sweet foods, both in Italy and in, in North America? Uh, mostly it seems to be centered around desserts, for instance. Uh, sometimes a breakfast. Mm-hmm. I know in Italy there's a lot of sweet breakfast. The same in North America. You've got your, your pancakes with the maple syrup, for instance. Right. Um, and snacks are generally quite sweet. But uh, for lunch and for dinner... Uh, very little sweetness. Is there some sort of reason for that?
0: Yeah, I think it's cultural there. Um, it's not everywhere the same. I know there's some some cuisines where it's fairly sweet. And ultimately, um, I think it comes down to what is traditional for you. Um, Italians are very strict about uh, the rules of how things should progress, uh, both in the meal but even in the day, of course. So a lot of the people that I know from Italy uh, would start with something sweet in the morning. Some maybe not, but uh, it's an exception. And then, you know, we eat in order. We start with something savory, which uh, stimulates the appetite. Maybe even something sour that does that too. That's why you have the aperitivo. And then at the end of the meal, you want to sort of tell your taste buds, uh, okay, that's it, so we give you uh, something sweet to end it up. Uh, with a bang.
1: I remember one thing you wrote in your blog about uh, desserts and the, this order that you talked about, mm-hmm. and you put it at the end um, just in case you're still a little bit hungry. The sweetness at the end oh, yeah. will kill your hunger. It's very true. And I, I tried this the other day, it actually works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is so ironic because in my family, when you get to dessert, it's, you are so full. So can I eat this apple pie? I must eat this apple pie. But it's 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 really a shame because we should be we should be eating less in a regular meal.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, Italians have a lot of that kind of uh, built-in uh, mechanism uh, that sort of happens to work. Even starting the meal with pasta or rice—that's very much an Italian thing to do. But you find it in other cultures too. Uh, you start with starch, something that will fill you up. Uh, And why you do that? Because, well, it's also a form of energy, it's another kind of sugar. But also, we cannot necessarily afford to have a big protein to completely fill us up. Uh, Italians like meat, and they would probably eat a big steak every day, but they can't afford it. Or historically, they couldn't afford it. That's why they developed a diet that really starts with something uh, that will kind of satiate, sat... Satiate. Thank you, Satiate. Uh, your appetite to some degree so you're no longer starving now you can slow down and enjoy the next uh, course without really having your acids burning you from the inside out
1: (laughs) (laughs) one last thing while we're on the topic of sweetness i remember you saying once that you didn't find the concept of the ice cream float very appealing.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. This is the most disgusting thing ever to me. You're I know crazy, I'm going to offend all the North you're Americans. You're crazy. And maybe the British too, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but no, it, you cannot do that. It's like, you know, you're, you're essentially, have, you have a, a chemical uh, um, production going on in your glass. You've got some acid that is going to actually curdle some of the fat in the vanilla ice cream For the Italians listening, an ice cream float, let me describe it from how I see it. It's it's some kind of pop or juice. It could be orange juice.
1: I've never heard of orange juice.
0: Okay, maybe it has to be
1: carbonated. Carbonated. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, yeah.
0: Fair enough. Coca-Cola. Root beer. Pepsi, root beer, all things that have some acidity. They happen to happen. Mm -hmm. And then you pop in uh, usually a, a fair big amount of vanilla ice cream. And this whole thing, the bubbles, the ice cream melts, you get this sort of cream soda.
1: Yeah, it's a crazy reaction that goes on.
0: Yeah, and you, you will continue in your stomach. And to me, it's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> You're making cheese, pretty much.
1: Well, I, I think you just lacked the, the cool uncle, Paolo, <laughs> because one of the best memories I have from being 10 years old is my cool uncle, making me an ice cream float for the first time and it was it was absolutely i yeah i remember it it's 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 fantastic the ice i'll I'll make you once
0: I guess I should someday. probably try it uh, before. I, <laughs> it's just something that you know. The visual, uh, the visuals also uh, are really not appealing to me, and that's one of the biggest deterrents. Um, if it doesn't look appealing, um, you, you just don't get hungry for it. Uh, so or thirsty. I don't even know how to call it.
1: It's like a volcano in a glass. What's not
0: yeah, to that? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not appealing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not appealing. Okay, so I think uh, we, our time is up for this uh, second episode. Um, we've essentially talked about sweet stuff. Sweet stuff, it's a good topic. It is. So thanks for listening. We'll continue next time.
1: Bye-bye.